and we are rolling. Da, 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 da. Between the time when the oceans drank Atlantis and the rise of the sons of Arius, there was an age undreamed of. And unto this mass movement destined to bear the jeweled crown of geekdom upon its troubled brow. It is we, mass movement's chroniclers, who alone can tell thee of its saga. Let us tell you of the days of geek adventure. So what's up everybody, uh, welcome to Mass 29. number 29, sponsored by Engineer Records. Uh, my name's Chris, once again this is Tim. Is it? Yeah. Am I? You are Tim. I am? <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> I knew I must have been somebody, but I didn't know who. Uh, we've put together another packed show for you. Uh, we, this time we're going to talk about a bit of TV, Resident Alien, uh, which so we've both funny. been watching. So funny, so yeah, yeah. We're going to talk books with The Colour of Magic, the Terry Pratchett classic. The, yeah. We're going to talk Godzilla vs. Kong, as well as Wonder Woman 84. We're going to play some awesome tracks from Engineer Records, and we're going to deep dive no FX. But first of all... We're drinking coffee. We're drinking coffee this time. we're old, and yeah. I live as a fact. <laughs> So this is uh, Durston's, yeah, and they're based sort of Bridgen. Uh, Where would you call it? They're two and a half miles down the road from me. Is it? So yeah. it's Bridgen, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, I think they're a family company, aren't they? Yeah, Anthony and Rebecca. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they are lovely people too. Are they? Both of them. Are. Salt of the earth. I, I gotta get up there because if I, I mean I discovered them just before. So well, I haven't been lockdown. there for ages, so I'm thinking I'm going to pop in on Tuesday at some point and just buy a big bag of coffee from. Yeah, them. yeah. Because just to say hello and just to say I do remember, you know. Because me and Gab used to go there for coffee all the time when we actually had some time. Yeah, yeah. Before, well, well I think it was, yeah, it, was, it was Gav that got me into him. Shout out Gav. Well, Gav, for uh, always big shout out to Gav because oh. he did rules. But he, he just said, um, oh, "There's a new coffee place open up on the industrial estate." And I said, "Oh yeah, it was Durston." So we went in there, and they, you know, they were roasting, grinding their coffee. It's not the one Bang On, the industrial estate with Bang On, is it? No, 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 no? it's a different one. Okay. Um, so Bang On's on Bridge Industrial Estate. This is on like Brinkathin. Okay. Brickethan Bremenin. Yeah. Um, which again, it's like two and a half miles down from me. Yeah. Just, and so we went in there. So it was literally like two tables and all the roasting machines and a little counter. Yeah, yeah. And when it started out, it's bigger now. And deservedly so. Because yeah. They are, they just, they're lovely people. They make incredible coffee. They, they roast and grind all their coffee on site. Yeah. So it's all, you know, from beginning to end, that coffee is produced in Durst. Yeah. And the coffee's superb. Oh, my God, it you is. You know, and... Well, I know nothing about the people, and so well, what, we're based purely on their coffee. Well, the first the best coffee couple I've times me and Gav went in there, right, Anthony would take us back and show us all the coffee being roasted. And, all right, so, yeah. And show us how it was all done. And Rebecca, Becky, or you know, whatever she's supposed to be called, yeah. Rebecca's just lovely. She's always got a smile on her face, and she's always, like, really welcoming. And just just a proper sweetheart, you know? Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is really funny as well. Yeah. Really sharp and really funny. Yeah. Um, I always appreciate, appreciate that. Was it husband-wife, said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. husband-wife. Okay, cool. And they're both just awesome, awesome folks. And the coffee's brilliant. 
And you can't go, I've not had a bad They even mind. make pizza there. Don't right? they? And the pizza's tremendous. Whoa. The pizza's fucking mind-blowing. I've not had a bad uh, copy. I've tried a number of their um, blends now. Um, yeah. This is the Mexican Jaguar. It's just, they are just, yeah. yeah. If, you're order, if, you, if you're in the Bridgend area, or you, you know, even if you're in Swansea or Cardiff and you want to find someone that sells great coffee, yeah. just pop them in Durston's. Yeah. Because, you know, it's easy drinking. It's nice. Yeah. You know, it'll blow your brains out the back of your head. Well, I don't drive. I live in Cardiff, but I will be making my way. I'll pick some stuff up for you. Yeah, yeah. For a pop in line. So. Yeah, because at the moment, I just got friends uh, <laughs> like you and uh, Mike, Sharon, Mike and Gav all sorting me out with this uh, gorgeous copy. They are just... Yeah. My fear is always that I'm going to run out. <laughs> I'm going to run out. I have no more coffee left. <laughs> Hand jobs for coffee. But you know, once, you, once you've had a good coffee like this, you can't go backwards. I've got other copies out there, but I, I can't. The last almost... thing, where do you, you know, where you want to get your coffee from then on? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You get spoiled for choice. Yeah. You know, you become like a coffee hipster. Yeah. And it's, I mean, Gav always jokes on about, you know, Ponzi Wanky Craft Beer. Yeah. I, I, I like Ponzi Wanky Craft Beer. I do, yeah. I would yeah. freely admit to being yeah. there. But Gav's a coffee hipster. Oh, yeah, totally. To the point where, you know, <laughs> yeah. his knowledge of the stuff just will just blow you away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But he's right. Yeah, yeah. You know, totally. he knows good coffee. Yeah. Um, I'm not necessarily a good beer. Yeah. Because the one I had the other night, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, moving from coffee onto a bit of beer chat, I discovered this place called Beer Hop. Right. Um, this is the website, yeah? Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're like a, maybe six, seven months old. Okay. And the service is incredible, literally. They will pack your order up the same day and send out the same day, so it's like next day delivery. Yeah. Um, but they specialise in American craft beers. So what did you order? Did you order like a mixed thing or did you just... Well, see, I, cause I, cause I'm a bit of a beer twat. Yeah. Uh, cause I, uh, <laughs> and my beers of choice are Belgian beers and US craft beers. Yeah, yeah. Um, beer hops, but, uh, um, get a lot of stuff from Sierra Nevada and they get, um, stuff from, from my favourite brewery, which is Cigar City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've had a, uh, a couple of Cigar City mixed packs and some of their stronger brews. And then Sierra, they got all the Sierra Nevada reserve brews and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I got me a can of narwhal. Um, <laughs> I got me a pint of narwhal on last week. And it was, it's, it's, it's not cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I will hear that, it's not cheap. So um, this is how bad my sort of craft beeriness is. Yeah. I one order I made from Beer Hop was for two bottles of beer okay. right, from the Sierra Nevada Reserve range. Right. Uh, so there's a barrel aged quad and there was um, a barrel aged torpedo. Right. And that was fifty quid. Holy shit! But they, yeah, they were they were <laughs> wine they were wine sized bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So anyway, this narwhal, which had which was an imperial stout. Yeah. Uh, barrel aged imperial stout. Was on the was on the price drop. Yeah, yeah. So it was down sixteen quid. <laughs> to eleven. So I thought, well, I'm having one of them. <laughs> and I sat there on Friday, and it was it's literally one of the best beers I've had. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, it sounds a lot. But you get what you pay for, don't you? But yeah, taste wise and quality wise, yeah. it's just superb. Yeah. Um. So I would definitely recommend Beer Hop, and if you get a chance, drink. Just try Sierra Nevada's Narwhal because it is incredible, and. Anything by Cigar City. Okay. Literally. Their High Lie um, IPA was was just blew my mind. First time I had it in Florida, it, it just 
it's a that's a that's a life changing beer. That you remember from then, and yeah, yeah. you still, yeah, yeah, and I still drinking out. So yeah, cigar city's highlight. It will change your life. Wow. Okay. Last time I drank it on tap. Yes. Last time I flew out from Florida, but I was drinking on tap without from Underworld. Yeah, yeah. While we were in um, downtown Disney. Right. When I met him in, in, in 2019, yeah. yeah. So we were just in a bar. Dude was buying us beers because cause the accents like yeah. <laughs> I was talking rock and roll to Mother Ramones. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that yeah, you know, and it's those memories that you associate with it as well. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And all the good times you have, like, but yeah. So that's beerhop. Beerhop. Uh, uk. Just look if you go into onto the Google's and you type in like beerhop, it's yeah. the first thing that come up. Okay, cool. And just get you. American craft beer for them because they're great people and the service is impeccable and the prices seem a little steep but it's all it's worth, worth it. it it's absolutely worth every single penny wow but anyway and buy your coffee from Durson's too yes get your coffee from Durson's and your beer from Beer Hop hi this is Alex Webster from Cannibal Corpse and you're listening to Mass Movements Presents alright moving on let's uh, we've both been watching some uh, bit of Sky bit of Resident Alien oh man funniest thing on TV oh really funniest is. thing on TV Alan Tiddick it is just superb he, oh yeah I mean how he he looks uh, the, the, the facial um, expressions he looks like he's not in his own body yeah he, he just, he, you actually believe yeah this is him and there's no difference between when he's playing the human and when he's playing the alien when you see him yeah well, like, when he's in his human disguise I am in disguise yeah it's like that, that line is, you know, I could grow a moustache, I'd be in disguise. But then I would have to get a job as a firefighter or a pedophile. <laughs> yeah. He's in the monologue, it's brilliant, yeah. isn't it? It's just, it's, 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 it's the first time he meets up with a kid. Yeah. In the street. Yeah. And he starts swearing at him and he's calling him asshole and dickhead. Yeah. And then when the kid runs off, he goes, asshole. Yeah, and he whispers it quietly, and then looks around to make sure no one hears. It's these wonderful little mannerisms. Yeah, it? yeah. Oh. When he meets that new doctor for the first time, <laughs> and he's meeting, he's, he goes hello, and then in, in, in the monologue, monologue is going, he has stupid hair. <laughs> <laughs> and it is just so funny. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't think anybody could have played that character the way Alan Tudyk does. No, no. Because I, I liked him in from, from Star Wars Rogue One. As the, yeah, um, the, K2SO. Yes. Um, he's in Dodgeball too. Yes, he is, isn't he? Yeah. Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, um, or Steve as he becomes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just such a, he's just so good. I'm, I'm glad he's finally got a platform to show off this kind of show well, his skills. He's in Firefly and, and that's what pissed me off because they killed him off in Serenity in the film. Yeah. Again, Joss Whedon being a dick. Bloody Joss Whedon. Hey Joss Whedon, stab him. Hey Joss Whedon, hammer. Time to hammer Joss Whedon. Tim's hammer. Tim's hammer. hammer. <laughs> no, no, I'll show you Tim's hammer. <laughs> a pound to see it, pound fifty to touch it. When Tim says hammer time. <laughs> 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 yeah, but watch me now. <laughs> and then the coppers came and took me away. <laughs> It's um, it's just been renewed as well for a second season. Yeah, yeah. Well, it finished on Friday, didn't it? So yeah, it's, it was like a truncated. It's, it's. I know the next season is twenty something episodes, but this was a truncated ten. Yeah, yeah. Ten episode season because they didn't know if he was going to go past pilot. Then he did go past pilot then because of COVID. And yeah, one thing or another. But he's backed um, up by great act, um, a great cast as well, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely, all the way. Like um, the, the sheriff, I forgot his name, but he's like, oh, call me Big Black. And he's like, yeah. I'm not going to call you that. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. And then somebody does call him, and then he's like. Yeah, there you go. See, 
It's a... But no, Tiddick steals it. Yeah. And, you know, every week on Friday, I'm just pissing myself laughing just watching it. And it's... Yeah. You, know, you, have, you, you work your balls off all week and then you know you got you have a decent beer and you sit down and you're going to watch Wrestling Alien. Yeah. And it's just... Yeah, this is the way to go out on a Friday. Because you shouldn't, like, you know, it's a certain unsaid thing, isn't it, in, in movies and all that. You don't kill kids and stuff like that. But he's in the monologue, just wants this kid dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any way possible. It's like when he gets stoned and he ends up in bed and meeting all this, or eating all the Cheetos. Yeah. And he's like, somebody's peed, somebody has peed in your bed and they just get yeah. to <laughs> Yeah. It might have been me. Tell your mum to put popcorn on the shopping list. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he breaks in to get yeah. snacked, doesn't he? Oh, it's so, it's so good. Oh, he's just, yeah. But to, see, that is a that's a career-defining role. Yeah, yeah. It just proves what Alan Tiddick's capable of doing. Because he's been voices in every single Disney film from here to... Yeah, he does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, he's in both Ralph Breaks the Internet. Ralph, I know he's in Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah, is he in the, the other one? Um, Wreck-It Ralph? Is he in the first one? No, it's the one the car chase. That Wreck-It Ralph? The car that ran the um, the sugar rush car chase. Yeah. yeah, the sugar rush, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the first one. Rattling Ralph. That's yeah, because yeah, he plays the. Um, yeah, he's, he's in one. He's in both. Man. He's he's okay, he's, he's both of us trying to remember our old man brains. Is he? Yeah. Is he? What's that? Hey. But I do, but oh, but oh, but 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 but. If you listen quietly, you can hear the cogs. Yeah, I mean, certainly in mine, like you hear him slipping as well, like. <laughs> 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 put, Plus, the chain, uh, put the chain back on <laughs> put the chain back on look it's fact so that's uh, Resident Alien on yeah. uh, Sky 1 um, now and again another comic book adaptation yeah 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 yeah. Um, and it's the book's just as funny and just as uh, but slightly darker oh you're familiar with the book aren't you? yeah 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 okay cool the book, uh, book, book's a little bit darker okay um, than the show is but it's genuinely funny too excellent as long as you like humour pitch black yeah yeah you know, by the oncoming annihilation of the human race please <laughs> there's some tracks for me yeah this is from the uh, Engineer Records compilation which we've been pimping out boring <laughs> <laughs> about like yeah but I dare, for good, good reason it's such a yeah. good compilation we're going to play nothing but that on, on this episode so uh, I'm start calling you Huggy, Huggy Andrews now so <laughs> It's pimping all existence. This is from the scene that would not die compilation that ties in with the book of the same name by Ian Glasper. Get it on Engineer Records. Um, this is reoccurring mental illness, and it's by the awesome Bad Sam. Ooh.
that was Bad Sam with a reoccurring mental illness. We love Bad Sam, don't we? We do love Bad yeah. Sam. Bad Sam, well, the, original, the band that were before Bad Sam. Cowboy Killers. Cowboy Killers. Yeah. Cowboy Killers played by Wedding. Of course he did, yeah, yeah. Again, that. Cowboy Killers, absolutely legendary. Go way back with Dean. Yeah, yeah. And again, one of life's wonderful characters who yeah. will always make you laugh and always make you smile. Yeah. He's just, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember meeting him and he was a scary looking dude. But yeah, do that that's that scare factor. As soon as you talk to him, just melts away. Yeah, he's a. Uh, I'm not. I'm no doubt he can be. He could be scary. Oh, Dean's not scary. Nothing scary about Dean. I'm <laughs> actually Green Day, and he tries to chop your heads off with a samurai sword. Yeah, that's what I'm saying about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's Billy Joe. What he thinks of Carl? <laughs> he's scared shitless of Dean. <laughs> this is Roger from Agnostic Front. You're listening to Mass Movement Presents. Right, let's look at a classic book, Tim. Um, we're going to look at a Terry Pratchett, Colour Magic. First Terry Pratchett book I ever read. Uh, okay. When did that start? When did that uh, start? 84. Okay. Um, there used to be a tiny bookshop in Port of Call. Yeah. Call, funny enough, the library bookshop. Okay. Um, only because it was in close proximity to the library and wasn't actually part of the library. Right. Uh because the host of other stories that people would tell you about me in the library anyway. But that's okay. that's for another <laughs> That's for a decidedly different show. That's for Mass Movement X. Uh, yes, X rated. <laughs> X rated. Anyway, um So I just went in there and the colour the cover looked fantastic. It's a proper sort of fancy side cover. And, yeah. Uh, there was another book next to another couple of books next to it, and the one next was the Light Fantastic. So it might have been like eighty five maybe when I read okay. eighty six. Um, but it's sometime between 84 and 86 as I remember yeah um, I was just completely sold three pages in and I'm, I'm loving this yeah. book yeah, you know just that, this idea of, of a tourist visiting <laughs> the, 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 the disc world's first tourist being guided by this net wizard yeah but, um, it's just wonderful yeah it is and the language and you, you this part of the story and the characters you can all relate to because it's like Pratchett's wonderful way with just making every situation into the everyday. Yeah. I mean it is it's out there. Whereas you say it, you know, it's it's that otherworldly thinking like but yeah. he somehow brings it back around to like an everything everyday is, situation. Yeah, everything's humanized. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything is made to seem humdrum and normal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Rincewind, it was just, just one of those wonderful literary characters. Even when he keeps going back to Rincewind, well, he kept going back to Rincewind, rather, um, throughout his career. And it opened this door to Discworld for me, and I went back the week after and bought The Light Fantastic. Oh, did you? Hmm. Which, oddly enough, I think is a better book than Color Magic. Okay. Uh, and that was my sort of first foray into Terry Pratchett's world. And I still read both semi-regularly yeah yeah what do you think of the um, TV adaptations you know what I quite like them I I I I, I, was, I was I was always a bit of a Pratchett denier I didn't really I, I, I read Colour Magic mm. about 20 years ago um, and then I, I haven't read anything else but then I found myself what was it 10 years ago they were made and every Christmas they're on and I found myself watching Going Postal yeah Colour Magic and... Not a big fan of Golden Postal. Colour Magic is great because Colour Magic is the Colour Magic on the Life Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, Both yeah. Both books yeah. truncated into one miniseries. Um, 
And I really like it. I really like David Jason as yeah. Rin Twin. Yeah. I thought that worked. Yeah. And I usually hate David Jason. Can't stand him. Yeah. Can't. I fucking hate Only Fools and Horses with a, with a passion. Do you hear me? Oh, God. It makes me want to poke my eyes out with a fork. I can't say I like it. It's, it takes me to a time, though. You know, I, I, I grew up in that sort of kind of family, you know, and... Well, yeah, I mean, my old dear used to like it, my old family used to like yeah. it, but I just don't find it funny. I just I just don't find anything funny about the character. I find him absolutely, my heart breaks for him. Yeah. It's this absolute belief it's going to happen. It's gonna yeah, yeah, happen, yeah. And it never does, because life is a bitch and it keeps stamping on your nutsack. <laughs> yeah. And I can relate to that. Yeah, yeah. And it's a bit too real for my liking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit. Yeah, it, it, it stings you in the heart a little bit too yeah, much yeah. to see this poor bastard completely ground down by life week in, week out, no matter what he does. It's just like life saying, fuck you. <laughs> and that's why I don't like only Fools and Horses, because it just feels like a big fuck you to everybody. Well, metaphorically, I mean, you know, every every day you, you pack a suitcase full of books and, and, and leave the house, don't you? Except you do it online. <laughs> It's like you going out and set flogging your books every day on the market. Oh, God. <laughs> that's a terrible image, though, isn't it? That's what. That's enough to make you cry yourself. Yeah. Sleep. I mean, you know, that's all Del Boy was doing. It just he had to do it physically because there was yeah, nothing online. Yeah, but it was like beds and moody goods that he, you know, whatever you can lay his hands yeah. on. Yeah. So he, he, uh, Mass Movement Volume One, Volume Two, and I'll throw in a free ATOT tape. Will I? CD. Will I fuck? <laughs> broke my chair. <laughs> broke your chair. <laughs> That's what happens when you don't put your clothes on, Christopher. I have to sit, sit here looking at you when you're in your frilly knickers. Like. So, yeah. Uh, let's go, go well, how do we get the colour magic, Jordy Fools and Horses? Yeah, yeah. Jason. David Jason. But, yeah, the colour magic, is, it's a fantastic book. It really is. It, it captures you, like I said, from the first few pages, you're hooked. Yeah, and yeah. And yeah. you're just transported into this, this other world. Yeah. That's really that you can visualise because it's so much like the one we live in. Yeah. yeah. It's so completely alien at the same time. I think I was a bit of a practice doing it because I found it a bit ridiculous at first. You know, and I, I, you know, with sci-fi, I have no trouble believing most stuff. But you know, the whole disc world thing with the turtle, and you know, I was like, no, I, that's a bit too far for me. <laughs> that's a bit too far. Yeah, yeah, that's too far for me. But you know, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far, yeah. you can buy into that. Yeah. But you can't, you know. Ewoks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Warwick Davis and his big midget hands. No. <laughs> Don't go with the midget thing, you. <laughs> have you done, have you seen that with Warwick Davis though, right? What do you what's really freaky about him? He's teeny weeny tiny, right? Yeah. And he's got normal sized hands. That's not fucking right. <laughs> That's just not. You know? It's bad enough, right, when midgets have got little sausage fingers, little chapoons. Yeah, yeah. They look like cocktail sausages <laughs> and they're gonna try and touch you with them, and you know they're gonna try and touch you with them. So you just fucking run away when you see him. You've got to run away. <laughs> but Warwick Davis with his big like monkey hands, he's gonna come and get you and slap you with his King Kong mitts, like I'm not having that. Fuck that, I couldn't be around Warwick Davis. I've actually seen him with cons and running in the opposite direction because <laughs> he terrifies me. I am... That's a genuine thing, isn't it? We yeah. ain't joking you, he does no, terrify you. Yeah, I'm terrified. I'm terrified of Warwick Davis. I can't wait till cons open up again. I'm, I'm, I'm purposely going to drag you one to, <laughs> terrified to see Warwick. Warwick. Terrified Warwick Davis. Come on, Tim. Come Davis. meet Warwick. Come it's get past never, your fear. It's like I can never meet Kenny Baker. Yeah. Because I, I knew he'd touch me with his little sausage fingers, I'd be fucked. <laughs> I had Kenny Baker's phone number because I, I did an event with him once a book event when I was working on Borders and um, I thought I'd be like phoning his agent or something I was given a number to ring him I thought I'd be phoning his agent or something and um, 
So I rang this number. Uh, yes, right. Kenny Sausage Finger yes, Phone. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was like, oh my god, it's R2D2. <laughs> it's R2D2, it's R. I'll R2D2 you, you fucker. I felt like whistling down the hall. <laughs> oh, like you know, hello, I'm C3PO. <laughs> oh, he just hated you then. Oh, yeah. He'd have killed you then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he would have been running up the M4. Yeah. Oh, you'd have done it. Oh, little sausage fingers reaching out for you. Touch you with my chapoons. No! Well, we've gone completely off track. Oh, now. yeah. Well, anyway, Colour Magic. Colour Magic. But you, awesome. You've talked about being a Pratchett denier. Yeah. If you're a Pratchett denier, oddly enough, um, that isn't the book I would recommend. Okay. Where did you start with? Witches. Always with the Witches books. Okay. Um... But I would start with Witches Abroad. Right. Witches Abroad is, is, I think, Terry Pratchett's defining moment. Yeah. It's just my absolute favourite book. I need to ask um, that. I, can't, I know he was been ill. Has he died? Is he, he's still around. No, he's well dead, mate. He's dead, is he? Because yeah. I Alzheimer's. remember... Alzheimer's. Yeah, it was Alzheimer's, that's right. Yeah, he's died. He, yeah. But it's only the last 10 years he died, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's five. Uh, that's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I hope he died, Terry Pratchett. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> Sleep well, Terry. Hi, this is Barney Veer from Night Farm Death, and through my many years of association, you're listening to Mass Movement. Uh, Wonder Woman 84. Right, yes. We've um, both seen it now. We've both seen it. Uh, it's awesome. It's really good. I did like it. Yeah. I like, I like the Wonder Woman movies. I've been... I was never a big Wonder Woman fan growing up. Right. I, I don't know what it was. Perhaps it was just... Um, uh, Stupid male ego thing, I don't know, but... See, Wonder Woman had a massive impact on, on little me. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say little me, I mean little me. When I, when I yeah. Okay. Seeing Linda Cartner, yeah. Linda Cartner on, on TV, yeah. in that Wonder Woman outfit, mm. my goodness, that was that was, that was was something else. That was an awakening. That, that was an awakening in the heart. Um, <laughs> and you always remember that song, and it always... In your head, it always sounds like it's got like, this really groovy bass line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're playing it. But it doesn't. No. It's like a really repetitive, monotone thing. But just hearing, like, you're a wonder, wonder woman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, always makes me smile. Okay. And then, so I watched the first one. I really liked the first one. Um, I watched Wonder Woman 84, and it just made me smile from beginning to end. Yeah, it's Because it's, it's great. just yeah. far-fetched, absolute out there superhero bollocks yeah right everything I absolutely adore <laughs> but when you're like do you know you, you're involved the Justice League uh, movies and you know you, DC were doing all these movies yeah, yeah. Um, the one I was the least looking forward to was probably uh, the Aquaman or Wonder Woman right uh, but Wonder Woman is the one that I probably most enjoyed um apart, oh sorry apart from the Snyder Cut yeah um, see I would put Wonder Woman 84 and 3rd and Wonder Woman behind that yeah maybe no yeah four and five okay it's uh the Snyder Cut be first yeah then Shazam yeah well Shazam yeah and then Man of Steel and then yeah um Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 84 what do you think of uh, Gal Gadot it's Wonder Woman Gal Gadot I think she's great one. yeah because I mean when she was cast there was a lot of uh, criticism wasn't there she, you know she's not as um uh, what's it called Amazonian looking you know she's not built sort of thing yeah but why does she have to be she's yeah. an Amazon she's a demigod yeah right, for a start she doesn't have to be built she doesn't, you know, she doesn't have to be like all ripped and muscly yeah yeah she's yeah. just going to beat the shit out of you yeah you know 
It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter because she doesn't. First rule she has that. with anyone for me? Can she beat the shit out of me? Yes. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> You're in. You could. Yeah. <laughs> Kick the crap out of me. I deserve it. <laughs> um, but no, I, I really liked it. I really did. Mm. Um, I thought Chris Pine was great. Yeah, yeah. And Pedro Pascal again. Yeah, he's a. He's, he's, a, he's just a dude at the moment, isn't he? You know? Mandalor- yeah. you know, I enjoyed him in Game of Thrones. Do you like Game of Thrones? You like yes. Yeah, he was in Game of Thrones, wasn't he? Well, I mean, getting his head squished, I didn't like that at all. Yeah. I thought that was, that's a bloody terrible way to go. How did you die? I had my head squashed in front of loads of people. By that massive thing, weren't it? Yeah. yeah. The wall. No, what's it the mountain. The mountain. <laughs> the wall. Was <laughs> it the mountain? Yeah, it was the, yeah, it was the mountain. Yeah. Um, yeah, Pedro Pascal, he's a... Uh, he played that sleazy sort of... Uh, Maxwell Lord. Yeah. yeah. He played it brilliantly. He hammed it up a little bit. Well, yeah, but that's what he needed. You needed, like, the cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So take this character. What do I have to do? You add the cheese. The cheese. The cheese. What kind of cheese? All the cheese. Yeah. Gone. Give me the cheese. Pump with the pump <laughs> yeah. the cheese. All the cheeses. How much cheese? This much. Cheese, cheese, cheese. <laughs> yeah, so I really enjoyed it. I really did. Um, so that's another recommendation from... Oh, uh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's... If, don't expect a, a, a world-changing, paradigm-shifting film. No. But if you're looking for two hours of light-hearted, carry you away so you can just smile. Yeah. After the grind of yeah awful life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it, it gels in with the rest of the the DC story they're telling. Yeah. But it's also it can stand alone, and you just turn your brain off too. Well, see, this is the thing I love about the Snyder Cut in yeah. that if things had gone Zack Snyder's way. Yeah. The DC universe would be a lot darker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I think it needs to be. Mm. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, if you want to explore Batman, Batman needs to be fucking dark. It just needs to be pitch black. DC, or whenever I thought of DC and Marvel, you yeah. know, they're always compared, aren't they? I always thought of Marvel as the lighter side, like, and DC is the... yeah. Like, yeah. you know, because Batman is my, yeah, it's like you, he's my number one character, my comic character of all time. And he, his story is dark, however it's told. Have you, have you heard, do you know the comedian Reginald Hunter? Yeah. Right. Have you heard his take on Batman? No. He hates Batman. Right. right? Because he says Batman is corporate America's wet dream, right? Okay. Because he's a billionaire. Yeah. Who beats up on street level criminals <laughs> rather than going after massive, you know, yeah. white collar crime. So it's like, fuck Batman, because, you know, if you're a vigilante and you've got that much power, you should be going after big guys. And so that, that's the transition that Batman makes in the comics, because he's got this idea of what what Batman is, and Batman yeah. isn't that. Batman goes after the small fish to catch the, yeah, yeah, catch yeah. the whale. You know, He uses the small fish as, as, as the There's always a, a yeah. bigger reason, isn't there, beyond always what Batman. he's doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's why Reginald Hunt is wrong. Much as I hate to admit it, it's funny as I find Reginald... Yeah, that he's you're wrong, wrong Rage. Yeah. You, you're wrong about Batman. Which wants to put that straight yeah. for you, Rage? Yeah. Just, just, you know. Because you're not listening. Get that out there. <laughs> like, you know, if you have an email, fuck mass movement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be great. In inbox, like, you know, our friends will have that. <laughs> right, so some of the tracks, Rick. Yeah. Uh, again, this is from the compilation we've mentioned before, The Scene That Would Not Die. Uh, we like these guys, Hacksaw. We love Hacksaw. Yeah. Hello, Roy. Oh, Roy's got a book out. And Roy got a book out. Bugger Banksy, by yeah. Roy's book. It's Roy great, D. Hacksaw. Great book. Yeah, it's a great book. Yeah, yeah. And Roy's, again, Roy yeah. will always make you smile and always make you laugh. Yeah, he will. And it ain't bog roll, but it's a close second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Angry for Fags by Hacksaw. <laughs>
over to Aitroy Castle. Okay, that was Hacksaw, Angry for Fags. On the Cena Will Not Die compilation out on Engineer Records, accompanying the book by Ian Glasper. Yes. Can't pimp that enough, can we? Glasper, Glasper so owes his beer. Yeah, <laughs> he does. Right. Yeah. Ian, what do you need to do, mate? Go on the Tiny Rabbit website and uh, send, send me and Chris a crazy, a case, crazy, case, a, whatever, a case of beerage. Droogies, <laughs> boozes, trumpets and losers. Don't touch the fucking vertical. Don't touch the fucking horizontal. Because that's television. This is the Mass Movement Podcast. Take care. Rock hard. Rock heavy. Rock animal. And... May your children be born with hair. Okay, let's talk... Uh, I don't have to bar- tickle your balls. <laughs> yeah. Another big movie that came out recently was uh, Godzilla vs. Uh, Kong. See, I didn't even know this was out. Yeah, it kind of like... It just dropped in it. Under the it radar? Was, yeah, I think because of like lockdown and all that, I think these you know, the cinemas are not putting the money behind it. And well, I know, they're dropping on... So wh- where did you see it? Uh, so Sky. So Sky. It's, 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 it's like a... So how much? Sorry, how much did it cost you? Uh, fifteen ninety nine. Fifteen ninety nine. Yeah. Well, I'm not paying fifteen ninety nine for it. The way we saw it, uh, my wife is a big fan of the Godzilla movies. Yeah. Um, the way we saw it, and so, sorry, so with my boys, so we saw it as like it'd be a cinema trip. Yeah. Uh, we made a night of it. We had snacks. Um, when we look at it that way, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to pay fifteen ninety nine for any any movie. This has been a bit of an event for our family, so. Um, it's fair enough. You see, my, my wife hates kaiju movies. Right, okay. So she doesn't like any King Kong movies. She won't watch any Godzilla movies. She hates everything to do with kaiju. Yeah. So when I when I get my kaiju fix, yeah. okay, it's all the old traditional like um, Japanese films. The old Japanese ones, okay. Which is why I like kaiju movies to be dudes in suits beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. watch them when they're... When, like, Emma and Sharon are away at cheerleading events. So yeah. you got like a weekend in, you know, me, my underpants, some pizza and some kaiju. Yeah. And that's it. And that's, that's like what I like to do. Pizza, underpants, kaiju. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the great trio, like. <laughs> the Tim trio. Well, I mean, this just carries on from, uh, you know, Skull Island and the, the other, the King of the Monsters. Yeah. And uh, it's just so good. It's just loyal to the, the, the kaiju sort of image. Um, it's so they obviously beat the shit out of each other. They obviously, yeah, they they beat the shit out of each other. I'm not, I'm, I'll, this is be a spoiler-free uh, review, really, because you've got. So the only spoiler I need to know, right? Mm. If either was, if either die, I will cry my eyes out, right? Because because I, I hate anything which animals or which I don't give a fuck. It comes close. <sighs> See, uh, that's a problem for me. That's a <laughs> I don't care how many people die. Fuck humanity. Kill <laughs> yeah. a lot, yeah, right? But the minute any animal dies. Yeah, that's me done. I, I always say that, though, like the we we're here, we're watching these two titans go for it uh, over Tokyo, and like I always say, that step he took then, that's five hundred people dead. <laughs> See that step, five hundred people, five hundred people. I don't care, kill them all. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Yeah, that office fuck the king down. I don't care how many people die. It's yeah, like where people people are saying like, you know, oh, look, all those people Superman killed in Man of Steel tough shit. Yeah, fucking that's the virus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Less the human virus on the planet, I can give two shit. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a uh, Kong story gets uh, gets a new sort of arc in this movie, and right. uh, it explores like you know, um, you know why he's it's kind of why he's, well, yeah why he's why he's what he is and why he's known as King Kong. Right, uh, that's kind of explored. Um, Godzilla is kind of just Godzilla. Um, he's a he's turns a, up, blasts you with his own. yeah. He's, you know, is is this sort of like, is he against the, is he against humanity? Is he with us? 
I just like the ambiguity of that, though. I, I kind of like, you know, yeah, sometimes yeah. Godzilla's fighting with humanity, for humanity, sometimes he's against humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Obviously, you know, being the people hater that I am, I like to see him smash the shit out of the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 10,000 people dead, good. <laughs> but I mean, visually as well, it's just like, um, like so they, they fight a lot around uh, Tokyo. Um, yeah. Uh, which obviously pays homage to the original Keiju. But, um, it's just visually, it's a, it's a good looking movie, you know. Mm. Uh, it's it's bright, um, it's comic book looking, you know, and it's, it, it looks a bit sort of it's it's got that what you love about the old movies, like the effects and all that. It's obviously modernized, but it's got that it's got like still those practical sort of looking right. things, you know. Um, and it was great. It was just it was a I think it was about an hour and fifty minutes or like that. So it's not like an especially long movie. Um, but it's one of those ones that just flies by and you're like, I thoroughly enjoyed that. See, I'll watch it, but I think I'll hit watch it when it hits the streamers. Yeah, yeah. Um, rather yeah. than pay for it on Sky. Because, mm. you know, yeah. my money anyway, you robbing fuckers. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I hate it. I mean, I'll, it'll, I'll be on my bill in the next month and I'll be like, oh, son of a bitch. Look, there's 16 pounds yeah. I could have spent on a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> but then we would have, like, gone to the cinema and, you know, we would have spent... God knows how much here for five yeah, of us, uh, well, four of us to get into this. But before we went into lockdown, like when Odin, the Odin's closest to me. Yeah. In Bridgen before that, it was like 16, 15, 16 pound for cinema ticket. Yeah. Right? But it went down to seven pound fifty. I didn't apologise to anybody for saying you know, we've been ripping you off for the last fucking yeah, fifteen yeah. years. Yeah. There's no apology. Somebody said that because was it you or or Mike Davis maybe who um, just drives down to Cardiff. Because by the time he pays the petrol, he means we'll just be... Because it's cheaper. Because yeah. the tickets are cheaper here. Well, now it's down to... That's crazy. Before we went into lockdown, it's down to £7.50. Right. But even so, they, had, they never apologised. never said, you know, sorry for ripping you off for yeah, 15 yeah. years. Oh, yeah. You know? Here's coupons of 10 free movies. Yeah. Something. Or, you know, we'll let you in for free. Or, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Give you a handjob or something. No, it's nothing like that. Right? Popcorn, handjob, sir. Well, yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't take about 27 seconds at a time. <laughs> It's making me happy, right? Like, just you saying handjob has, yeah. has done it. <laughs> By the time I've said it, it's over. It's <laughs> By the time the word is out, all my dribbling away you go. <laughs> okay, so that's Godzilla vs. Kong. It's available uh, to buy. I've seen it on Sky, but it's all over the place. So, it's, uh, if, you know, if you're into it, it's, it's an event movie. Um, and it's, it's worth fifteen ninety nine for your It's family. a streamer Thursday morning movie for me when I'm on holiday. <laughs> Hello everybody, this is Igor Cavalera from Peprick, Cavalera Conspiracy, and you guys are listening to Mass Movement Podcast. So, uh, Tim, Invincible. Oh, dear. I've yet to check this out. Based on the Curtain comic. Okay. Oh, God. Tell us so more. So good. Um, it's about a 17-year-old, 17-year-old kid who is the son of the world's most powerful superhero, who happens to be from another alien planet. Yeah. Uh, uh Suddenly discovering his powers. Okay. There's all sorts of like weird, dark subplots with superhero teams and the new superhero teams. And, but it's like an um, hour-long cartoon, cartoon, or animated rather, series. Okay. And what's that? Amazon Prime. Wow, okay. So, episode four... Just dropped this weekend. Oh my god, it's good! It is so good. It's brutal, sweary, lots of brutal and sweary, lots of blood, and it's proper grown-up superhero fiction. I didn't realize animated. Yeah. Well, okay. Anybody um, 
Do the voices any um, famous? Yeah, uh, what's his face? Dude who plays J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man oh, yeah, yeah. Spider movies. I know. In is Justice League. Yeah. 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 And he was in Oz as well. Yes. Oh, God, what's his name? Yeah, uh, him. I know you are, Um Clancy Brown. There can be only one. Clancy. Clancy's in it. Um, we love Clancy on Mass Movement. Stephen Young. Who else is in it? Oh, and Zach Quinto. Stephen Young from Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Zachary Quinto. Okay, cool. I like Zach too. Um, yeah. So, good cast. Yeah, good yeah, it really cast. is. Yeah, yeah. I have to check it out on Amazon um, Prime. I've not yet uh, checked it's, it out. Yeah, it's... If if you like the comic book, if you like Kirkman's comic book, you're going to love the series. Okay. Um, it's very close thematically to the comic book. And there are twists and turns at every opportunity and it's just it's like a portrait of... The average seventeen-year-old in his family life, yeah, when they're plunged into this weird, strange, different sort of scenario, it's just yeah. It's, I I like it. I like it a lot. How many episodes have been now? Four in so far. Okay, and I think the second series has been confirmed already. Wow, and it's is it eight? It's either eight or ten episodes. So it's you know sort of like. The thing that's going to tie us over until the next series of The Boys is ready later in the year. Right, okay. Not The Boys, man. Um, but it's, if you like The Boys as well, you'll love this. Okay. You're really fans of The Boys? Awesome. It's, it's in the same, it's in a very similar vein, except superheroes are the good guys-ish in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I'm all of that. Let me try that. You, you need to just, tomorrow, sit your ass for that TV. Yeah. Right? It's How long are the episodes? Uh... 45 minutes to an hour. Okay, that's fine. So... Yeah. You know, it's, it's a good three three hours, four episodes be a good three hours of your time. Yeah, yeah. But it's worth it. But it's a good time. But it's worth it. It's <laughs> a very good time. All right, cool. That's another track list, Uh we, we mentioned him earlier. It's his book. It's from his book. It's on the convolution of his book. <laughs> this is his band. This is his band. It's War Wound. Yeah. This is War Wound with Children of War.
Kate, that was uh, War Wound with Children of War. Um, going on the compilation, the scene that would not die, blah, 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 blah. Ian Glassman, yada, yada, yada. Ian Glassman, Engineer Records, etc., etc. Et <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's John Bush from Armored Saints, and you are listening to the Mask Overbed Podcast, so blast it. Time to deep dive, Tim. No effects. No effects. No effects. So, um, how long have this been? I've been part of my life 30 years. 30 years? Okay, 30 wow. Years. Okay, they've been part of mine about 20, only because that whole sort of, uh, oh, I don't know, I was too hardcore for hardcore. Back in the day, it was like, it's not chuggy enough. Oddly enough, right? Did you see Biohazard when they played bogeys? Yeah. That's the night no effects and the offspring played TJs. Same night. Wow. There's a so right that there. was that was like the schism then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um you're either what either that show or you're at that show. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was I was watching Offspring and No Effects. Wow. You were watching Bio yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy because I was watching Biohazard cover bad religion. When you wanna die? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what in, uh, when did you when did your relationship with No FX start? The longest line. Okay. Uh, that EP, which came out just before um, White Trash. Yeah. So I'm not, this is 91. Okay. For me. Um, and then they played TJ's, again, with The Offspring. Yeah. Supporting them. Yeah. Um, and Dexter Holland bummed a cigarette off me, because this is back in the days when I actually smoked. <laughs> and they were just amazing. Who was the... Who's above who then? Or was it a co-headline thing? Or was it like... Oh, no, no, no. This is what The Offspring had like the self-titled album out. Well, that's all they just know. released Ignition on Epitaph. Okay. So they were a relatively unknown band. So they were still two, three years away from exploding, like... Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they didn't explode until the next album, which was Smash. That's right, yeah. Yeah, um, Smash was the one that mm. really... So they were, they were support act. They, like, they were selling double-sided T-shirt. This is back. I mean, this is showing you how long yeah. this was. Double-sided band T-shirt, Goff Springs. Yeah. Good quality, heavy, golden print. Yeah. For six quid. Jesus. Bloody hell. I've still got my no effects long sleeve from that night. Have you? Yeah. Um, Is it green? No. Okay, no. It's um, no effects. It's a sold-out soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The word soul, then doubt. So that's in sold-out. Right, okay. Yeah, 93. Um, I still got that, I still wear it. Bloody hell. And it's what? Yeah. 28 years ago. You should be happy you still get in there. You cheeky twat. <laughs> no, but I have put on whatever lockdown I am. Uh, I'm trim the pounds. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, do you think they got kind of left behind? Like, or they stayed, you know, did they retain that punk? Whereas Green Day and um, I, Offspring sort of rocketed. Yeah. I I think no effects should have sold more records than the Offspring did. Yeah. I honestly believe that. I think No Effects are the, are the better band. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> Absolutely better band than The Offspring. Um, I, I got no love for Offspring or Green Day at all. I like Smash. Yeah. Um, By The Offspring. And I I kind of like Green Day. I will admit I like Green Day. Okay. Um, what, still? Up to like... Yeah, not as much now as... I mean, for me, the Holy Green Day, the Holy Trimble of Green Day records are yeah. um, Dookie... Insomnia and Nimrod. Right, okay. The, that's my Green Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call of Trinity. Um, but yeah, so No Effects are just an incredible live band. Yeah. And they, they still are a good live band. They've, they, they've always, that, that's one thing that's always been said about, haven't they? Explode with so much energy. Yeah, yeah. Same life. 
they don't stop moving, do they? They're yeah. all in their fifties, and they're still doing it. Yeah, you know. I mean, they they move less than they did. Yeah, you know, old men. Yeah. Um, see, there was a big period where I don't think No Effects were producing the kind of records they should be producing. Okay. But the last two studio albums have been yeah. fucking mind blowing. They really have, yeah. Um, they are. They have. They've rediscovered who they are and what makes them tick. Yeah, I think it was um, um, first-ish effort. Yeah, um, I think I reviewed that for. I remember you sent it to me for my yeah. movement, and um, good God, that was a really good album. And oh. self-entitled, this new one is just mind-blowing. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, just so good. Yeah, and I think Fat Mike is one of those single album. I mean, new, <coughs> self-entitled was the yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, single, yeah, yeah, um, single, yeah. Sing, yeah. They're just on fire again, aren't they? Yeah, and I think Fat Mike is one of punk rock's most underrated vo- uh, vocalists and lyricists. Yeah. As a lyricist, he is second to none. Yeah, he is, the, yeah. The sort of self-deprecating realisation of who you are. Yeah, yeah. And who you, you know, who you actually are inside. Yeah. And the way he communicates that mm. is fantastic. And the way he relates to life in general. Yeah. It's just, dude is on fire. So where are you at with um, classic, you know, is it uh, punk and drublick? No. No? No. I think I asked Pickens that before. I'm sure he said Pumpkin Drumlin was his favourite. Yeah, it might be for Pickens. But for me, it goes um, So Long and Thanks for All the Shoes. Yeah. Single album. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. First Ditch Effort. Wow. Ribbed, S&M Airlines, and then White Trash. Okay. Um, There's not many bands there where you would, like, with a 30... They're my six favourite records. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're my six favourites. The six favourite, no effects. Wow. You know, because they've got... So much to choose from. It's such a yeah. great catalog. Some of the records aren't great, but that's just to be expected with a career that long. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's, there can all be winners, can they? Yeah. The yeah. fantastic far outweighs the not quite as good, the no offense. When did they um, drop off for you? Was it like uh, 2000s? Yeah, maybe. Um, I think. Like pump up the value. T- yeah, the, the, value the, the, yeah, I think it was a time when maybe um, they were having too much fun. Mm recreationally rather than focus on the music and songs yeah yeah, yeah 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 but it happens and if you're out there and you're playing show that many shows you're entitled to have a good time yeah totally yeah 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 um, and I have no ill will towards them because of that yeah because like I said I think these last two albums of theirs are just so good have you uh, interviewed them no really never wow I've always wanted to interview Fat Mike Wow. Always. But he doesn't do... He, he, he's he been very reluctant to do interviews in the past. Okay. Um, come close. Yeah. Never worked out. What about the other guys? Are they, are they available more than... Or is it just they just... No. They remain like a tight sort of tight Yeah, they, they just don't do a lot of press. Mm. And I've, like I said, I've always wanted to interview Mike. Yeah, but yeah. But I've never, ever had the opportunity what to do so. Come close. Okay. No potato. Offering? Yes. Ooh. Dexter. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice hey, he's always nice guy. Yeah, yeah, personal, funny chap. Yeah. When was that? That was uh, in the Americanas, something like that. Really? Yeah. That was when they were like, yeah, yeah MTV yeah. darlings, in, weren't they? Yeah, but um, Chrissy Yanu yeah. used to do their publicity. Yeah. And I was going really well with Chrissy. Chrissy was lovely. Yeah. She was one of the great publicists, and yeah, she set that up. Well, okay. Um, yeah, years ago in the early days of Mass Movement. Because when we started Mass Movement, yeah, um, I was just going on rep of my rep was writing for other people. 
Yeah. And there were some PRs just went, yeah, whatever you want to start this off, we'll chuck you everything you need. Yeah. Um, like Simon Keeler from Cargo. Mm. Uh, my neighbours used to freak out because Securicore would turn up. <laughs> and he would send literally boxes of yeah. CDs. Wow. And just say, you'll like these, have this. There you go. I was like, cool, thank you, Simon. Shit. You know? Um, but yeah, so no effects. I always wanted to interview him. Never have. It's like Bad Religion. I've interviewed every single member of Bad Religion. Have you? Yeah. Well, uh, this. Um, so have I interviewed Gorowitz. Yeah. Jay Bentley, like four times. Graffin, three times. No way. Yeah. Um, Brian Baker, Bobby Shea. So yeah. What's your more fat rec then? Are you a big fat rec fan? I am. Absolutely, I am. I wasn't, but I am, but I am now. Um, I see. Again, fat rec, there are some bands on there I don't like. Yeah. But it's, it's the bands I don't like on the records. Yeah. Um, the bands I do like. We, I see, there are more bands I do like on fat than bands I don't like. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm a big fat fan. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I like they've it. been part of my. So they've been part of my fat records has been part of my life since the first fat rec compilation. Yeah. Was released. I, I was. Oh, what was it called? Um, fat Music for Fat People. Fat Music for Fat People, yeah. yeah and it yeah. was, we were in, funnily enough, went to London to see No Effects. Right. With um, Darren, Mivy, and Nigel. Yeah. And they were selling that comp there that night. It was like two quid. Ha! <laughs> um, and it was Snuff, Lagwagon, and No Effects. Nice. So it was one of those bills. Love Lagwagon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love Snuff. I, I, I would happily see Snuff. Seven nights a week. That's a deep dive snuff one. Uh, that'd be, that'd be yeah, a definitely. Yeah, the yeah. Snuff are fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And you know, they, they're all, they, they are all really nice guys as well. Like Guns and Wankers as well? Yeah. Guns yeah. and... Oh. Yeah. Guns and Wankers is the... It should have been a snuff record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's just such... And they, funnily enough, Guns and Wankers, here we go, they supported no effects um, the next year on the Punk and Drublet tour. Oh, did they? The TJs, yeah. Oh, okay. Um... Yeah, and they were fucking brilliant live as well. But it's <laughs> odd seeing Duncan playing guitar and singing rather yeah. than being behind the kit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wankers. yeah. Um, and then, you know, you're you going to Wankers, so you, you, you're an incredible live band, but you're on before No Effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And No Effects, when they were like, we'll hit the stage, we'll all be in the air, that'll be it. Yeah, and yeah. And it was just, yeah. Wow. No so, Effects was a great band. But again, you know. So what was your top, what, you know, what was your... Definitive No Effects album? My definitive No Effects album yeah. is So Long and Thanks for All the Shoes. Right, okay. There we have it. There you go. Wow, okay. So, all we got to do now is shout outs, Tim. Shout outs? Yeah. Um, Durston's Coffee. Because you, guys, rule. you yes. guys absolutely rule, and we will, you know, sell ourselves to you. Yeah, Beer Hop. Sell ourselves to Satan. Uh, Beer <laughs> Hop UK as well. Uh, Cigar City. Cigar City Brewing. Yep. I tell you what, right? If I thought for one second Cigar City Brewing would sponsor this podcast, I would be all over them like there's no. <laughs> uh, Bad Sam, awesome bands. Yeah. Uh, Hacksaw. Hey, Dean. Hacksaw. Hey, Roy. Right, Roy. <laughs> and obviously, Glasper. Uh, and Engineer Records for sponsoring this podcast. As always, yeah. So, here we go. That's it. Ta ta. See you real soon. Movement possess. Movement possess.